A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. High schools. Also going to take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes a move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and AJ Salveson here in the studio. Thank you for tuning in on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, or if you're streaming it on the desktop, uh, 106.9thefan.com. Appreciate you being here with us. Appreciate the interaction as well on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. And uh, Ajay, recapping a few of the big headlines today, former Aggie football player and uh, future Hall of Famer Bobby Wagner signing today with the L.A. Rams. That's so huge. Uh, Like, honestly, and and I said in the first hour, but if you're Seattle, if you have anyone to be upset at, it's yourself. Because the guy wanted to play there. He wanted to be there. And you said, sorry, don't have the money for you. Mm, it's time to move on. You're not really the guy we thought. You know we were hoping to be. I think coming off this year, and it's just it's just going to cost too much. And so LA's like, thank you. I mean, what, I mean, and, and really for what he is and who he is, it's a cheap bargain for that guy. Sixty five million, I think, right? Fifty million with fifty million in incentives. Yes. Gold, gold for LA. <laughs> you know Unreal. who's going to be spending a lot of his show tomorrow talking about this? Colin Cowherd. Uh, just went to social media. I, apparently, he's just saw the news. But he says, Bobby Wagner to the Rams. Then he has a swear word I'm not going to repeat. This, uh, or just a phrase I don't want to repeat. So he says, so now an elite owner, GM, head coach, quarterback, wide receiver, defensive tackle, linebacker, cornerback, Hall of Fame level talent at each position. The Jets and Giants combined are not sure if either of their quarterbacks can even play. Dude, here's the thing. Is Colin is so like he's he thinks he's best buddies with Lincoln Riley. And then he thinks he's like best buds with Sean McVay cuz he lives in California and he's, his name's Colin Coward. So, you know, good for Colin. He's just thrilled because he lives in LA and he has something to talk about. <laughs> Because I guarantee you, like the whole Carson Wentz. Well, he had Wentz high praise for Bobby Wagner before he signed with anybody. True. But the whole like Carson Wentz thing, right? Like, because he used to make fun of Carson Wentz daily. And now he's like, boy, Carson Wentz, man, that's a gold pickup right there. Uh, he's going to be really valuable. I like the guy more than you guys do. 
I really like this guy. I mean, dude, like three months ago, you were making fun of him. <laughs> Call. Now, but it's a huge pickup for the Rams. Great destination for Bobby Wagner. Uh, look, as I said earlier, he was number three in all of the NFL Crazy. in tackles. Crazy, So man. he's still performing at a very, very, very high level. Yeah, he's still got it, doesn't he? He's yes. still really, really good, Eric. Special pickup, special player. Uh, and you know what? Great way to celebrate that uh, signing is by having him come to Logan and be part of the Utah State Athletics Hall of Fame induction ceremony April 23rd. He'll be there throughout the week. There have been some great Aggies play with the Rams before. Yep. He's just going to be another one, uh, part of that uh, part of that crew. Uh, we'll, uh, I'm working on something. Hopefully we can get it done by April 20th. So keep you uh, informed. Oh. Make it happen. Oh. I believe in you. You just told me I couldn't do this. <laughs> I believe in you. You've you've got the right connections to make it work. My secretary has the right connections. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, 9315 on our Guild Morgus text line. The one time we don't need uh, AJ to host the show. The text before that, dude. Oh, yes, the janitor's been on point in the morning show. Great with the full court press today. Way to go, AJ. Is that you texting in? I don't think that's Leon Rose. Is that you? Because he agrees with everything you say. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Oh, He's no. such an Eric Franson fan. No. Well, Eric Franson was a great basketball no, player at Utah don't. State. We should all be fans don't. of Don't. You know what I meant. He's a Hall of Famer, too. He's you know what I meant, Eric. He's much better than I will ever dream to be. No, he's not a better radio guy, Eric. You are a Cash Valley Hall of Famer radio guy of the Cash Valley Media Group. In at least in this room. When they do the Hall of Fame here at the Cash Valley Media Group, you will be up there. Uh. I'm not giving the speech though. <laughs> uh, other big news today: Utah State basketball adding to their roster transfer to Utah State from St. Joseph's. Uh, Taylor Funk, six foot eight, two hundred fifteen pounds, really plays like a stretch four. Uh, averages about. Two to three made three-pointers a game. Shoots about 37% from three. A really good free-throw shooter, but doesn't shoot a lot of free-throws a game. Um, rarely in foul trouble. Doesn't commit very many turnovers. Averages about 13 points a game. Six and a half rebounds per game. Last year, he averaged 17.4 points per game. So he was more of a scorer a year ago uh, than he was this last season. But he does have the potential to put up a lot of points. Put 29 on Georgetown, 22 on VCU, uh, 22 on George Washington. So he he has that ability. It'll be interesting how he fits into this system. Uh, he kind of, based on what we're seeing so far, what we're learning about him, he seems a little more Brandon Horvath than Justin Bean. But I think that's a good thing because you saw how Ryan Odom used uh, Brendan Horvath, right? Allowed him to spread himself out from block to perimeter to the arc. Allowed him to use and, and control the ball. And I, I think that's what Taylor Funk really does thrive at. Having the ball in his hands, coming down court. Um, he's low on turnovers, he's low on the foul trouble, and he's and he's great on free throw shooting. Opposites of Brendan Horvath, to be very honest with you. Yes. I think that helps True. out in a, in a myriad of ways, Eric. I think he could be very valuable. That gives you the four spot, still need a five. I think you got a starting point guard, and I think you're good at the two spot as well. Yes, I, do, I agree. And you could even look at 
with the current roster setup, he might be also the Aggies could also be pretty solid at the three, but could probably still use another player at that position. So the roster's kind of coming together for Utah State. We do know that Brock Miller is not coming back. He announced on social media that he's retiring from basketball, even though he has another year of eligibility. He's hanging it up, and he's calling it uh, a, a day for him. And uh, what a career. A yeah. very long career for it's Brock. It's been long. And, and uh, y- battling injuries along the way. Yeah. But give him credit for still trying to make it work. Uh, 93150, is there a way to go see who is in the transfer portal when you're not a coach? No. No, not anymore. There not was supposed to. It used to be, and now they've they I mean they immediately took that away pretty dang quickly. Coaches can get in trouble if they let non coaches yes. look in and give like And the NCAA access. can find out easily if you're if you're in that portal and you're yes. not a coach. So you're not it's an NCAA violation. To. Somehow people get the word out and um and some Media members find a way to see what's going on in there, but yeah, and then they kind of yeah, it's yeah, you're not supposed uh, m- to. more or less short answer. No, you're not supposed to. Right, five, six, three, four. Who will be the starting point guard for Utah State this year? It will be Stephen Ashworth. Uh, it should be Stephen Ashworth. Yep, yep, it will be. And then uh, Ryland Jones is coming off the bench for the Aggies, which you know what, Ryland did great off the bench. He had he got a great spark, good score, tenacity on defense. I love Ryland. I think that fits well for him. Yeah, I, I agree. I just think that maximizes their talents and how they help the team if they if those roles are played like that. And then, uh, you know, your two and three guards, you know, uh, it could be interesting. Sean Barristow maybe plays that too. I wouldn't be surprised if they put him at the three based on size and athletic ability. But then, you mean, whichever spot could be open, I think is where the Aggies go hit that portal for. Right, RJ Adelrock. If he sticks around, maybe he plays one of those other roles. Yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, does he solidify start? it off the bench? Yeah, I don't know. It depends on what the availability is and who else is there. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, does is, is RJ coming off the bench a better thing for the Aggies? It depends. It's hard for me to say. Did he right start now. at the end of the year? I don't even remember anymore. Um. Yeah. He did, right? Yeah. He did. He yeah, did. you're right. You're right. Yeah. I couldn't. I could not remember. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, those are some of the big stories of the day that we're following here on the Full Court Press. Uh, we are going to do this. We're going to call it an earlier-than-normal timeout because on the other side of this timeout, an extended conversation with Utah State defensive coordinator Ephraim Banda. We had a great time talking to him today, covering a lot of topics, new players, new positions, celebrating the championship, conference championship and the bowl victory, and his personal relationship with Blake Anderson. Really, really interesting stuff. You don't want to miss that. That's coming up next here on the Full Court Press. But before we step aside, I just want to remind you about uh, our good friends at Mountain West Motor. They're inviting you to uh, be a part of driving change in our community. So each month, they're going to select a local nonprofit or a cause to donate funds to so uh, we can all drive change by helping those in need. And And the folks there at Mountain West Motor are trying to make it happen, too. So visit Mountain West Motor, explore your next adventure with a newly customized truck or SUV. Stop uh, and check out their lot, what's on their lot right now at 615 North Main in Logan. Or check them out online, mwmotor.com. That's Mountain West Motor, and they sponsor the Full Court Press. Girls, us guys are always trying to score some brownie points, but we need all the help we can get. So dropping some subtle hints is helpful, such as your favorite food is Italian, You love the color green, 
And you want the ring from Jarek's Fine Jewelry, the place with the bright green cars on 930 North Main Street? Okay, so it might not be so subtle, but that's okay. Remember, we need the help. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Now remember, just tell him it's the place with the bright green cars. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service call diagnostic charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays at 5 on Saturday. Does your employer offer you seven weeks of vacation each year? Do they offer four-day weekends after three 12-hour shifts? If not, you're working at the wrong place. This is Scotty with Homestead Cabinet in Hiram. You heard me right. Seven weeks vacation, four-day weekends, three-day work weeks. Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.net slash careers and apply today. Hi, this is Rusty Allen with LSS Insurance. I get asked all the time, do I have to sign up for Medicare? Check out our website, lssins.com, or call 752-9493. Medicare doesn't have to be confusing. We have the answers to all your questions and will help each step of the way. With decades of experience, we'll guide you through each step. There is no cost to work with LSS Insurance. We make Medicare easy. Call 752-9493. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. One hundred six and FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fan, one hundred six and the fan dot com, and on a mobile app as well. The full court press. Eric France and Amaje Salveson. We are pleasured to have defensive coordinator of Utah State Aggie football, Coach Efren Bonda, joins us here. Uh, Coach, hi. How are you? Doing excellent. Doing great. Just uh, pound away midway through spring ball. Installs are mounting up, and uh, we're heading into our first spring scrimmage here uh, around the corner. So doing well. Hey, Coach, I know you're not one to hang on to the past, but your magical season last year was incredible, led by your defense really in the final three weeks, especially the Mountain West Conference Championship and the bowl game as well. Uh, I know that, again, you're moving on, but you guys had your ring ceremony a couple weeks ago, uh, had a chance to celebrate that season. What did that mean to you? Uh, you know, it was, it, it was uh, an opportunity, one, to just get everyone back in the same room you know unfortunately after those big bowl games uh you know there's a lot of celebration if you win there's a lot of celebration at the end guys are getting pulled in different directions um and really guys at that point it, it's kind of weird to be honest you people just jump on planes and and head home so you don't get to see everybody like you normally would it's a very uh hockey to, to say the least uh situation so it was great to get everyone in the room together one last time uh, and obviously to get those rings, which is, at the end of the day is the ultimate goal in terms of winning a conference championship, it, it was really, really cool uh, to celebrate that accomplishment, celebrate everything that went into that. Um, last year was just a special opportunity. Uh, the rings came out phenomenal. Uh, guys were super, super excited. And it's something that, um, you know, you get to kind of put a bow 
you know, on it, you know, and it'll go up in the rafters and, and in the um, trophy rooms and walls, you know, forever. And that was, you know, people will be really proud of what that, you know, what that looks like up on the walls. So it was a great opportunity, great, great night. It's I understand and recognize it's early in spring practices, and you still don't have your full complement of guys. You won't see that until the summer. But one of the things that we've been hearing back from some of these the, the players is that there's a feeling that things are ahead of schedule. That there's a feeling now that things are moving faster now compared to where they were a year ago just because there's familiarity. People know you, the coaches, and what's going on. Would you echo that sentiment? Do you feel the same, that things are moving along better right now than they were a year ago? Yeah, definitely. That you know, We are able to move faster with the install. Guys are understanding the standard. You know, We're spending less time on um, you know, just the basics, and, and guys are able to uh, kind of move on in, in the book, if that makes sense. So uh, definitely there, there's, there's a gr- I will say this, there's a group of guys that are still, you know, essentially in year one, if that makes sense, in terms of learning and, and getting used to that. And that's a lot of the transfers and, and, and freshmen that have been here. And even guys that just didn't get to play a lot. But there's a group for sure, First, I would say especially the first group, the guys, the ones that, that, makes, the ones that are running out there right now, you know, they, they definitely are ahead. Uh, a schedule they they are you know doing a great job of not making the same mistakes they made at this point last year and are able to you know move on i will say as a, as a coordinator i've been able to take the next step in in this defense and laying the um you know the, the next layers of this deal um in, in year two which anytime you get a year two or year three you get to really open the playbook up and, and add to it the last year was just really the first few chapters, but now we're able to really start adding chapters to it and make it a little more diverse and, and bring more multiplicity, different looks, and make it even harder for offenses, hopefully, this fall. You lose Nick Henniger, Justin Rice, two very veteran, great leadership kind of guys, made big plays for you. Who do you expect? I know you can't replace that, but who do you expect <clears throat> to try to come in and try to fill those holes as best as they can? You know, we talked about that as a staff and, and head coach as well. It, it may not be individually in terms of, of filling those holes. It's going to be collectively uh, with a group of guys. I, I think that we can still get the same production, but as a group, maybe not just one person like Nick Henninger or Justin Rice. I think it will be a culmination of guys uh, this year, which will be a little different. Um, but definitely looking to... Uh, when I look at the DN position or losing Nick in, in terms of his production, I think, you know, for for us in that room, it will come, you know, as a culmination of all those guys, obviously led by Byron Vons, um, guys who played a lot of ball for us, Pat Joyner last year. But now we need guys like, you know, Addison, Addy to, to step up and, and young guys like Anoka and Paul Fitzgerald. But the guy that's really kind of starting to, to shine is, is obviously our, our addition and Daniel, you know, our transfer from um, Nevada, he, he's really done a really good job through the first few practices of showing what we hope he could do and, and being a really twitched up great pass rusher. But what's been pleasing with him is just his physicality at the point of attack has reminded me of what Nick was able to do for us. So definitely would be a culmination, but I'm starting to see guys separate themselves and you know in, in the early stages of spring so 
I'm excited, but I'm not done. We're not done in terms of adding to that room. We'll continue to find, you know, other guys in the pool um, to see if we can add to the room at the end of the day. And really at linebacker, again, same kind of situation. I'd like to see, you know, the development of uh, Sierra Moa, um, Kina, and then obviously bringing our transfer <clears throat> and AJ from Washington. So um, I've been pleased early in, in the process of seeing that, you know, or AJ, sorry, I said, uh, MJ, our transfer from Washington. I've got AJ and MJ playing linebacker. <laughs> you guys are screwed up too. But, uh, it, but seeing, uh, seeing, MJ come along and seeing the development of AJ Vong Pachong has been has been pleasing. Uh, Coach, you hit on a lot of guys I was going to ask you about, so I'm going to move to the safety position. Um, well, generally, just you, you lost five of your top tacklers from a year ago, and as you've addressed, some of these other guys need to step up and fill those roles. But at the safety position, some guys that you see there, that's a, that's a position group that you have some special attention on. How's that developing so far? You know what? We, 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 are, we, we have a lot of guys out in the in the uh, in the safety room. You know, with Dom Tatum still recovering, uh, Monte McGarry, you know, going through the shoulder deal, so he's been out. Both those guys are not practicing in spring, but it's actually I was obviously I want those guys to get healthy and get back. But I was a little bit I was actually excited because it was going to create opportunities for some other guys to come in and show what they could do through these fifteen practices. So. You know, obviously Hunter Reynolds is, is still back there doing a phenomenal job at Rover, uh, taking the next step, again, moving farther along in the book, uh, in the playbook than most. Uh, so really been pleased with him. You know, uh, the addition of Gervin Hall from University of Miami has been uh, exactly what I expected on the field. So he, he's done what, what I thought he would do at this level in this situation at field safety. Um, you know, he's got to continue to do what he needs to do academically to, to give himself the best opportunity uh, for, for our team and for himself, you know, coming this fall. And then really the, the, uh, the twos and threes of what I've just really been enjoying watching and, and the, um, in the competition in that room, you know, Ike Larson uh, early through, through spring practice has shined, but also has looked like a freshman, uh, you know, so there's the inconsistency, but definitely the flashes. Of his ability have shown. Still a long way to go. No one needs to anoint him anything yet, but definitely has shown some positivity there, and, and I'm excited to see where he grows and matures, especially learning from Monte and Gervin uh, over the over the course of the year. So I've been pleased with him. You know, Luke's battling. You know, there coming off the foot injury. Uh, he actually told me yesterday he's last year was kind of the year mark when he actually broke it. So he's still bowing himself back but in getting um, acclimated, you know, at the safety position. Uh, so I've been pleased with that. And then, you know, just seeing guys like Keith Harris and, and Dustin Burdett uh, just to keep developing. So it's been, we're, we're a little shorthanded, but it's been good because you get to see guys compete and see what they can do. So I'm excited. You know, we get Don, to, uh, we get Don and, and Monte back healthy. It's going to be a, a really talented uh, full room of a complement of guys. Coach, uh, you going back to the, def- the uh, defensive front, I know mm-hmm. Coach Anderson, after a few games this season, notably Boise State, BYU, to some degree Wyoming, said we, we've got to get bigger, more physical up front. And some things you did with scheme, you were able to you know, get around some of those things where 
maybe the guys on the other side were a little bit bigger that you were going up against. But do you feel like that that issue has been addressed through recruiting and, and through transfers, or is that something that still needs to be developed with some holes you're still trying to fill uh, as we before we get ready for the fall? Yeah, no, we're, we're still trying to hold, fill holes. Now, I will say the guys we brought in, when you watch us right now, um, and it's not just the front. You can't just see it as the front. you got to see it as the whole group. Um, and I will say, stepping out there in spring ball, we definitely look different. Um, you know, with the addition of Govan Hall, uh, adding, you know, A.J. Carter to corner, Sean getting more reps at corner, um, you know, the <clears throat> up front, you know, guys like Phil, which, you know, will come along, um, and, and even that linebacker moving moving MJ to Will and adding, I'm sorry, moving AJ to Will and MJ in uh, and Mike, uh, we're going to get, we already look bigger for sure. Uh, we are what we are up front. You know, it, it is obviously, um, we're, we're going to be smaller and twitchier and move a lot more than most. But I would say defensively, and uh, the guy I'm really missing too, <clears throat> excuse me, the guy I'm really missing is Switz. I mean, when you add Switz and his size to the box, to the front, uh, really changes you. So, been very, very pleased with Switz. I transferred from Arkansas State. Uh, his urgency, how he's uh, attacking practice every day. And when you look at him, and he's a specimen, man. He is he is big and strong, but he can flip his hips and play uh, in space. So, I think we have started to address it. I don't think we're done addressing it. Um, we'll do that after spring, you know, with, with the addition of a few more guys to the front and possibly even the back end in terms of getting more length and size. Defensive coordinator for Utah State Aggie football, Efren Bonnet joining us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, uh, will Tay and Dominic Tatum both be healthy enough to get ready for fall camp and for the season? Uh, yes, we anticipate them at some point being ready to go for camp. Um, you know, obviously you got to be smart with those guys and the injuries that they have. We won't rush them. Um, but I anticipate them being able to participate in something at some point in camp. Um, luckily, Monte's played a lot of football. They're sitting in meetings, and I'm drilling them as if they are on the field, probably harder, you know, that they're just sitting there. And I ask those guys more questions than the actual guys on the field. And then Dom's still young, but got an opportunity to play last year, which would be good. You know, both those guys going into year two. Uh, you know, I think the mental reps have been good for him. So I anticipate those guys at some point factoring in. Uh, but again, we'll, we'll be smart and calculated, you know, how and when we bring those guys back. Coach, with the loss of some guys, but the addition of some transfers, some really good transfers for your defense, do you change anything schematic-wise, or does everything stay as it was last year, and you wrinkle in a couple new things? I think I think um, the addition of the guys that we do have, you are able to do a few different things. Um, and, and really not only just the addition of the guys we have, but also the guys that have already been here, you know, are farther along in the scheme so you can add more to it. You know, at Miami, when we got into year two, year three, year four, we were able to add a lot more things to what we do and be more diverse and, and, uh, and more, there was more multiplicity in what we were able to do because guys were just farther along. They were in year two and three of hearing the basics and they were able to handle more. But in, in recruiting, you were able to bring the type of guys you wanted to in and change uh, what you look like. Now, at core, we're still going to be who we're going to be. We're a four-down front who gets vertical, who, who, who brings pressure, who makes it very, very hard on, on the offensive line and quarterbacks. 
we're still going to challenge. None of that's going to change. Just how we do that is, is what you're able to do as you move on in recruiting and in the development of the scheme. You've already alluded to this. We've mentioned to Johnny Carter a few different times, and we, there's a lot being made about him moving positions a little bit. But as you're getting into practices and starting to evaluate how guys look and how well they're adapting, do you foresee any other position changes possibly you're leaving that open that uh, based on injury or just availability or who's moving along that you might switch other guys just to fill holes or just to maximize their talent? Absolutely. No, I mean, absolutely. Um, bottom line is, A.J., you know, last year, his first real year of playing a lot of ball uh, showed up in some good out- in good situations. So when I see that, and, and just using A.J. as an example, when I see a guy who is trying to do things right and take the next step, I'm going to find an opportunity for him to play more. And that goes for everybody. The goal this entire year will be find the best 11 and put them on the field together. And it's my job, our job as a staff, to figure out with the best 11, what can we do? And if that means we got to do A instead of B or B instead of A because these are the best 11, we will do that. Uh, so I will move guys around. We're not done with that right now. We're just kind of letting them get uh, getting comfortable with where they're currently playing, and then we'll figure out who the best are and adjust accordingly and move accordingly. Hey, Coach, I hope you don't mind me asking, but uh, how's your boy uh, Darian doing so far? <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's doing good. He's uh, still at Sam Houston, pounding away. He's really in his last semester um, uh, of his senior year. He's going to push to try to graduate early and and I guess really try to attack this profession. So, do you tell him not to do it? Do you tell him to try to stay away? <laughs> <laughs> He's too smart to be coaching football, but uh, he wanted to stay in the family business. I'm proud of him. You know, he, he started at an FCS level, and he's got an opportunity to do a lot of different things in a young, you know, young in his career. Obviously, winning a national championship. He's surrounded by really great coaches um, and, and really great people out there. A really unique environment, great place. So. You know, I, I, I told him that if he wanted to do this, he needed to do it at that level because he would find out, you know, whether or not he really, really loved it. And uh, he's done a great job, and I'm very, very proud of him. I know I hear a lot of great things out there, you know, in terms of his work ethic and, and very uh, pleased with what he's done so far. And cannot wait to see him. I know me and, and Mom cannot wait to see him cross that stage with that college degree, which at the end of the day is the ultimate goal. Coach, one last question for me, and this is about Blake Anderson. Uh a guy that you're close to, that's uh, a very tight-knit coaching staff, and that guy has gone through so much tragedy in his personal life. It's it's really it's sad. It's nuts. But mm-hmm. what what's what's it been like trying to work with him and, and help him out deal with what he's been going through, especially the last gosh 24, 36 months. You know. First, I'll say this, you're in awe. You know, you, you, I'm in awe. As a father, uh, as a husband, uh, as a man of God, I'm in awe of his strength. Um, he is one of the strongest human beings I've ever watched, you know, walk, you know, this, in, in, this earth in terms of his ability to get up every day and put one foot in front of the other. Uh, I know it's not easy, and like you say, he, he, there's times where he walks with the limp. And when I see that, I want to be the crutch. We all do individually for him. Uh, we want to help him carry that cross uh, and, and, and take the weight off of his shoulders. I mean, there's not a 
every day I wake up and I try to find a way to make his life easier right now. Um, and because of, you know, because of the human he is and because of the man he is and father and, and head coach and, and uh, a colleague to us and friend to us, um, he's special. And when you when you were around a, a person like that, you're motivated way more by just wanting to do good for him. And, and, and that's what I am. You know, I want to I want to be the best I can to please him and to help him and his family the best way we can. Because bottom line is, you do feel helpless sometimes. You know, when you're in a situation like we are. So all you can do is the best job possible for him and then be there to support him as much as possible. I'm trying to make his life as easy as possible and uh, so that he can you know, lead this team but also be there for his family and, and be there for himself. So, again, in absolute awe of his strength, it obviously you know, comes from you know, his belief in, in, in God and, and what he truly holds true to his heart and, and what he believes in. And um, every day, every single day, when I see him walk by my office and see you know him put one foot in front of the other, you know it just fires me up to to keep doing the best job I can for him and to keep becoming a better person. Hey, coach! Final question from me, and, and don't hang up because I asked this, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure you were a very hot commodity after the season was over, based on the great performance that you were able to put together with your squad. Uh, what was that process like, and what kept you at Utah State? Man, um, it's never easy. I will say that um, getting to the end of the year, having success, and um, you know, being called and, and, and asked about opportunities. Um, but I learned a long time ago that the more you give, the more you get back. And I felt personally that I was in a phenomenal situation as a as a young coordinator to still be able to learn from a phenomenal head coach and human being in Blake Anderson. I'm not one of these guys that's rushing to the next job. I want to be really, really good at what I'm currently doing. And Coach Anderson Blake gives me that. I know that I can always walk into his office and ask him a question about a coordinator, a personal situation, how to handle something, football scheme, the ability to walk in there and him to coach me through those things is means more than anything. And the lifestyle he provides for us as a staff and for me as a family, I need. Uh, I'm the type of guy that will sit in here and grind and work really, really hard. And uh, he has been great for me in that light. Uh, and that means way more than a better job in terms of money or you know, me or any of that. So for me, those things mattered more. And then when you look at Utah State and you look at these these, these amazing young men who are in the locker room, you know, below, you know, floor down from me right now, it, it was, it was, it's special. You When you have a certain type of kid who is all in, who loves ball, who is not, you know, jaded or, or lost in, in what's, you know, what's really important. When you have kids that know what's important, that are die hard, all in, that's a special situation that you cannot just walk away from. And you got to covet and enjoy while you have, you know, while you have it. And then just the fan base, this place, Logan, uh, being in a, an environment 
that really loves ball, that buys into college football and is so freaking supportive of what we do uh, it is really unique. You don't see this across the country. I'm telling you, man, I've been around and seen lots of different places. Logan, Cash Rally, the people who love Utah State are different than the rest of the country. And I've seen the Blue Bloods. I've seen the in-betweens. I've been, you know, a lot of different places. It is a unique place that truly is special. And the, all those things, all the things that I'm talking about right now are what ultimately said, hey, this is where God wants me. This is where I need to be. Uh, this is where my family is happy. My wife is extremely happy. Uh, she's, she, she, her health has improved being here. And all that says, hey, be where your feet are. Continue to do what you're doing. Continue to pour into Logan Cash Valley, Coach A, these kids, the staff. And when the time to move on, it'll be time. But the time is not now. We have way more to accomplish here. Well, Coach, the feeling is mutual between Aggie Nation and yourself as well. We love you. We love your family and Crystal as well. Uh, it's good to have you here. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah. Coach, thanks for your time. Greatly appreciate you. We Great stuff, Coach. Best. We'll talk to you uh, later on in the spring. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Anything you ever need, I'm here. I don't care what it is. You guys do a phenomenal job, uh, you know, just being supportive and, and being here for us. Y'all do a great job uh, in what you do. So we love it here, and uh, we, we cannot wait to see everyone in this stadium that I'm staring at as I talk to you on the phone right now, uh, packed and, and ready to go for UConn. Let's do it. Coach, thanks for your time. Absolutely. See you guys. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Absolutely. Spring is here. It's time to get your ride ready for the trails. Stop into Torque Motorsports. Torque Motorsports. To get your biker side-by-side prepped for summer. Torque has over $20,000 in inventory, including tires, helmets, and accessories. If you have a side-by-side, road bike, dirt bike, or four-wheeler, go see Torque Motorsports. Torque Motorsports. They'll get you back on the trails faster. Torque Motorsports. 10th West, across from Maverick. Online at torquemotorsportsutah.com. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Calling all golfers. Birch Creek's Punch Passes are on sale at the spring sale price. Visit birchcreekgolf.com and purchase online or stop by the pro shop today. Birch Creek's Punch Passes never expire and are valid seven days a week. So if you love golf, I invite you to visit Birch Creek today or go online at birchcreekgolf.com and purchase your discount punch pass. That's Birch Creek Golf Course in Smithfield. Hey everybody, this is Ryan from My Mattress. I wanted to give you an update on Lewiston and their sleeping habits real quick. They're doing amazing, they're sleeping in style, they're buying more beds than they ever have, but there is a little confusion with the citizens and they've hired a sleep doctor and here are the questions they're getting asked. Are you drinking caffeine late at night? Are you going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time each morning? And do you have a mattress from My Mattress? Our invitation is still here, Lewiston. Buy a mattress from My Mattress today and sleep better tonight. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 
Eric France and Ajay Salveson, thanks for tuning in to the Full Court Press. That was a lot of fun. Talking yeah, to how did Bob. our listeners like that interview? Let us know. 435-339-0321. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Let us know. Give us your thoughts. What did uh, you like? What did you hear? What stood out to you? Yeah, 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. It's posted now on our podcast. It's it's on there, so you can get on there and listen to it if you missed it. Uh, 6804, <laughs> by the way. We were talking about recruits to Utah State. Yep. It says, by the way, 247sports.com has a decent transfer portal tracker. It includes athletes that haven't decided yet. Oh. Because a lot of athletes up. will say, I'm transferring, but they won't say where they're going to. So looks like that's a great resource to find out who's no, out like there that. and hasn't decided where they're headed yet. I'll have to use that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, a few things that stood out to me. I, I was going to – I had like a list of players I was going to ask Coach Bonda about. Dude, and he just – And I'm getting ready to ask a question, and then he, boom, says exactly who I was going to ask about and why I was going to ask the question. Okay, next on my list. I'm going to ask about this position group. Boom! He goes into it. Why they're who the players they have coming back? What they still need to do? I'm like, yeah, what am I going to ask this guy? He's like two steps ahead of me. That's why he's a great defensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, interesting names he brought up. I, I've heard a lot of good name uh, things about AKA Switz. Uh, that guy is going Switzer, to transfer from Arkansas State. Uh, outside linebacker, probably going to be playing a lot of the front though. Uh, great size, good speed. Well, I say great size. He's six foot two ten. But he's got great speed, gets off the ball very quickly, um, and he is very versatile. And so you could have him drop back if needed into coverage, disguise a blitz if he needed. Dude, he's going to be a massive, massive get for the Aggies coming this season. 2787, that was a great interview, great work. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 6294, great interview. Seems like a genuine good guy. Go Aggies. Dude, he, he is genuine, he is by the a way. genuine good guy. Yeah, and if you've met his wife, Crystal, she's about as genuine as he is, too. It's pretty cool. 2603, the Jazz are like the wind. They blow. But Utah State football has me excited. <laughs> the Jazz Let, are like the wind. Let's not talk about the Jazz. I think let's we do need to talk about no, the No, why? Because we know how it's going to end. They're going to lose. Oh, no, they have a big game tonight. No, they don't. It's not a big game. They play the Lakers. Five. Great stuff in the interview. Love how he said we have unique fan and campus. Yeah, it's something different for him. I mean, and that guy was at Miami, by the way. Yeah, he's been in some very high-profile so, programs. Yeah. So he, he's he been around the block. By the way, and when he was talking about, you know, the calls that he would get, these aren't just like small-time school calls. He's getting big-time calls from big-time schools of trying to get him and lure him out of Utah State. That he declined – to stay another year at Utah State. Big time schools. Yeah. That that that's a guy when you're around him, when you listen to him, when you watch him, he's gonna be a head coach someday. Oh yeah. It's written all over him. Him and Cephalo. I don't know if Cephalo desires to be as much of a head coach as Bonda does, but both of them are gonna be a head coach at some point. They're gonna be really good too. Uh, and I loved hearing it. As much as I loved learning about the players and what's going on with position groups, I, I probably the, the most fascinating part of that whole interview was just him talking about his personal relationship with Coach Anderson. Yeah. Cephalo did something similar to that. Every and, and this is what tells you about Coach Anderson. Everyone that talks about Coach within that program doesn't talk to him, doesn't talk to you just about him being a coach. It's 
off the field Blake Anderson. Who he is as a father, a father figure, a man, uh, a friend. I mean, a majority of those conversations are Blake Anderson off the field. And that tells you volumes more about Blake than it does about him being a coach in, in so many ways. Yes. Which is really impressive. And, man, dude, like even – like it, it still saddens me that like you hear – Coach, and, and you don't blame him, and Coach even mentioned it on an interview elsewhere, he has kind of still that limp emotionally and mentally, right? And it just makes you feel sick to your stomach that he has to go through that again. Just kills you, man. Honestly. Just, gall. Yeah, but great support group there. Oh, incredible. In, in coaching staff and in this community, so that uh, needs to continue because those are wounds that take a long time oh, to heal. Oh, and sometimes can maybe never be healed too. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Really, really interesting stuff. Uh, one of the biggest things for me, and we were talking about this the other day, a big question on our minds is that defensive front. It was aggressive. They were playmakers. They made things happen. They pressured opposing offenses. A lot of those key guys are gone. Um, how do they be replaced? But he reminds us that Byron Vaughn's is back. Philip Pye is back. I didn't know Hunter Holly Reynolds Matuapuaka is back. Is back. So there, there are a lot of guys that are back that were impact players with more time in the system are going to play big roles. And I didn't know Hunter Reynolds had another year. I didn't either. Like when I was like, wait a minute. I, <laughs> I looked honest, at you I and I was all like, I'm mouthing him like, Hunter Reynolds? He was in that top five of uh, tacklers that I thought were all gone, but you know, he's back. He's Man, still there. That's a great game. And I love what he said about Isaac Larson. He still does freshman things. There's still work to be done, but he likes the way where he likes where he's going out when where he'll get to. Yeah, there was a question earlier about guys missing out on a spring game because of injuries and things like that. Um, but it, it was interesting to hear Coach Bond to talk about how because of some injuries of experienced guys, it's giving the younger uh, players more opportunity on the field, more time with the coaching staff, more film review. That only accelerates their growth and uh, their opportunity within the program. So, uh, And looks like nothing is too serious with the injuries that will uh, keep anybody out of – opportunities to play in the fall yeah this should be fun in that regard all right another quick time out here in the full court press when we come back uh some interesting comments from boyan bogdanovich as the jazz get ready to take on the lakers tonight so they cleared to play with the jazz uh they're going to be on tnt this evening why do you want eric quit getting excited about utah jazz basketball stop it's over Jazz favored by 14 and a half oh, points. Oh, great. So they're going to lose by 15. Great. And we'll have our Good pick for six you. coming up next here on the Full Court Press. West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. DD Auto and Salvage is going to pay you $400 for every junk vehicle. Junk cars haven't been worth a guaranteed $400 in 15 years. DD Auto and Salvage will pick up your junk vehicle for free and pay you $400. Clean up the farm, haul away the junk, and get big bucks today. Call DD Auto Salvage at 787-1204. That's 787-1204. 
1204. For pickup of your junk vehicles today, every vehicle's worth $400. DD Auto and Salvage, call 787-1204. See store for details. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. No matter what happened on, on, on the floor, we gotta we gotta stick and, and stay together. I think that we gotta we we gotta enough veteran players in a in a in a team to to put a group put a group back together. No matter how how bad we are we are playing in that certain moment. That's Boyan Bogdanovich ahead of tonight's game. I don't even know what he said. What did he say? The Lakers. We, we stick together through our struggles. He's been out for team. half the time. He's not struggling. This team is so disappointing. Eric, this is the lowest point of jazz basketball since 2003 when Stockton retired. And oh, Malone went to the Lakers. Uh, we've already gone through that. We've got short in time here. we got to get to our pick six. We don't have short in time. We're fine. We have another break. I bet you twenty bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the full court press pick six. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Exactly. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting I thing hate started, the jazz. but it's fun. Aj, we haven't done pick six in a while. I want to make sure we give ourselves plenty of time here to go through our lines. All right, you won. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, good for you. Utah Jazz played the Golden State Warriors on Saturday. Okay. Jazz by one and a half. Under. I'm going to take the over. All right. Some college basketball. Fresno State Bulldogs are at Coastal Carolina in the Basketball Classic Championship. Tomorrow. All right. Them. I'm going to pick the Bulldogs by a point and a half. Over or under? I'll go over. I'm going to take the under because it's at Coastal Carolina. And then finally, Rudy Gobert blocks tonight against the Lakers. One and a half. Over. I'm going to take the under. All right, what do you got? Stanford Cardinals take on the UConn Huskies in the women's final four. UConn the two seed, Stanford the one seed, and Stanford 32 and three, and a one and a half point favorite. Eric, over under for Stanford. Stanford one and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the over. I like Stanford in this game. Okay. All right. Final four in men's basketball. You got Villanova getting ready to take on Kansas. Uh, Villanova uh, lost their starting point guard. That's obviously a big loss. But Connor Gillespie for Villanova. 13 and a half points over under. Uh, I'll take the over. Ha. Should have put it higher. It's good. I'm taking the over. Gosh dang it, dude. Okay. Duke-UNC rivalry. Tobacco Road. Uh, This one in the final four. Duke by 
Six and a half over under. That's too high. I'm going to take the under. Dang it. I'll take over. We need a tiebreaker. Uh, let's pick the score. Duke, North Carolina. What do you got? Okay, I'll go Duke. I'll go Duke 79-70. Okay, I'm going to go uh, North Carolina. I'm going to go... Ooh, I'm going to go 76 to 73. Man, so if we get the tiebreaker, Duke just has to win. I'm in. All right, cool. 2603, I don't hate the Jazz. I just hate how they make me feel. You and I both, buddy. You and I both. Look, you've been focused on last year. Boyan doesn't care about last year. I don't think that anyone cares about our... Our last season, and I don't know how many records we broke last year. We, we didn't, we lost in a, in a second round. So this year we are having worse record than last year. But uh, I think that uh, even we are not showing right now. Last last couple of games, I think that we are we are more more prepared. There is a lot of lot of defense, a lot of set of fences that we are running. Teams is one more one more year together. Like I said, uh, I think that. Uh, we need every single guy to be to be healthy in order to go deep in a in a in a postseason. But uh, I think that uh, no matter how it looks right now, I think that we are more ready than 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 we were last year. Interesting comments from Boyan. I feel like the team no. is more ready this year. They're not than ready. They were a year ago. They're ready to go lose in the first round again. Great. At least they won't be par- At least we will not be as disappointed then after they do so. Eric, I'm not a hater of the Jazz. I'm just a realistic fan that understands where this team actually can land. And it's flat on their face. You need more confidence like Bogey has. Coming to postseason, I think that for us it's most important to be to have a healthy team and, and everyone available to to play. I know that we are we are good enough to, to play against anybody in this team. We don't still know who we're gonna play in playoffs, but the uh, last couple of games we got a we gotta stick together. We gotta get a couple, couple W's. Like I said, to, to, to get that confidence, confidence back going into the playoffs. I'll agree with that. Yes, I will too. We gotta get a couple W's against some good teams. Feel like they can beat good teams. Because right now they can't beat good teams. They can't beat bad teams. They can't beat average teams. This is a make or break point for the Utah Jazz. This stretch. These last couple of games? Yes. All right, they start picking up some wins. Some of these are on the road. It's a huge shot in the it, arm. It's, a, it's awesome, yeah. Uh, Jazz play tonight at 8 o'clock. We'll have pregame coverage here on the fan starting at about 7.50. I also want to remind you, we got high school uh, soccer tonight on 104.5 The Ranch. It'll be Green Canyon hosting Mountain Crest. And we're going to have that on the radio. It's going to also going to be streaming live. You can watch the game on CashValleyDaily.com. John Newbold and AJ Knight will be in uh, North Logan to call that game, part of our coverage of spring sports. And you can see our full schedule on CashValleyDaily.com. Just go to the menu, click on sports, and it'll pop out. And you'll see different options there. And under prep sports, you'll see that there, we have the full schedule of uh, what we're doing for spring sports uh, for the next uh, couple of months. 
and how you can watch the games, how you can listen to them on the radio, and listen to them online as well. So go check that out. We'll be back tomorrow. Recaps with what happened with the Jazz and the Lakers. Have a great night, everybody.